0: Welcome to Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf, the show with weekly topics designed to help you learn how to build your ideal life through real estate investing. My name is Kenny Wolf, and I've been a real estate syndicator and investor for almost 12 years now. And in this time, I've built a successful real estate investment firm, Wolf Investments. If you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode comes out. So, here at Wolf Investments, we do four different investment offering types. And really, it was born out of a need for our investors to branch out beyond existing multifamily. That's where we got our start, is at buying these B and C class existing multifamily right here in our hometown of Dallas, Fort Worth. Our investors really wanted to expand their different risk and reward ratios on different real estate investments um, in the commercial space. So what we did is we tacked them on. So... Um, all of the four different uh, investment types have different risk and reward ratios. They also have different tax benefits as well. So we'll cover those more in depth here in just a second. But those four investment offering types are hard money lending. We do this through our Wolf Debt Fund. We pull hard money loans together through that fund. Our second one is our commercial real estate fund that we call. It, and that really owns, um, our, right now we're at 56 triple net or double net leased retail um, spaces right now. Uh, We do existing multifamily. We buy everything from A-class all the way down to D-class. Do our rehabs. Those are specific offerings. So investors pick and choose which investments they're in those. And then our fourth and final arm that we do right now is development. So we do both ground-up multifamily um, development. We also have um, a lot, 11 right now, of office buildings we're converting to multifamily. We'll cover all of those more in depth right now. So the first offering, we just revived. We brought it back. Um, we've done over 15 hard money loans in our past, over $9 million lent out. Um, so we definitely have a track record in the space. We just brought out our Wolf Debt Fund. So this is where we we're, are going to pool hard money loans together under one fund. So one investment from investors goes over, over multiple loans. We think it's a better way to do it, a better way to de-risk it. So why do we like hard money loans? What's the, what's the incentive? Um, it's for folks that really. So it's designed for folks that really want a lower risk and a more stable investment option. It's great for great. Uh, it's great for wealth preservation as well. If you're looking for just a place to park your money, make it eight percent. Um, you know, solid return every single year. It's a great option for folks. All of our loans are backed by commercial real estate. So I already talked about the track record of lending we have. We also have a great track record of investing which definitely helps us on our underwriting, we know what a good commercial real estate investment looks like. So that helps us on the lending side as we underwrite these deals. Again, like I said, it's great for wealth preservation. You're making that 8% annual return. But what it's really great for are folks that have a self-directed IRA because if you use a self-directed IRA and you use leverage within that investment that you invested in, um, you're going to get hit with the UBIT, the U-B-I-T. Make sure to look that up on, on YouTube, uh, ask your CPA. But basically, it's a tax, um, an extra tax a tack on to your IRA, which is supposed to be a, uh, a uh, tax shield, right? So it kind of pierces that veil. So for this, we are the bank. We're not using any leverage at all. So for those that have self-directed IRAs, this is a very tax-efficient way to invest your hard-earned IRA dollars in a solid commercial real estate back investment. So there's always risk to any kind of investment, and hard money lending is no different. There's lower risk, but there's always risk, right? So what, what we're doing is we're lending our hard-earned money to other real estate investors. So we're relying on them to do their, their business plan and to execute on their either sale or refinance to take our loan out. The good thing is, is that we're, we're only lending up to 70% of the current value. So that means that investor would have to really mess up and drop the value of the asset by 30% before our money that was lent out is at risk. Uh, We also want to make sure that we are only lending in states where it's fairly easy to foreclose. We don't plan on doing that, but you always have to look and protect the downside. So there's other states out there where it takes a very long time to foreclose. We won't be lending in those just to mitigate that risk. So the next rung up on the risk-reward ratio um, is our CRE funds. We've done done five of these now. So this is where we pool Walgreens, Dollar General, CVS, Advanced Auto Parts, um, Verizon corporate stores, um, stores like that, into a fund. So investors, again, come into one fund that owns multiple stores. Again, it's a great way to de-risk this kind of investment. The really great thing about this is all of our tenants are high credit and all but one tenant in one location is publicly traded. So those, corporately, uh, those, corporate, uh, those corporations guarantee our rent every single month. So we know, we know we're going to get our rent every month, which is great. There's also very minimal overhead and operational expenses. So these are again our triple net or double net leases. Um, and which means that the tenant takes care of 90 to 100% of the operational expenses, the capital expenditures as well. They reimburse us for property taxes and insurance. So we know, again, we've got fixed rents. We know our CapEx. These, the lending we get are, are really great loans. We get 25-year amortizing loans. So we build up equity pretty quick uh, on paying down the loan every single month. And on top of that, we fix our interest rate. So, again, if you boil that down, we have a lot of knowns in the you know, cash flow equation. So we've got, we know what our rent's coming in. It comes in every single time on the first light clockwork, sometimes a little earlier. We know our mortgage. pay that every month, uh, and that's fixed. We also know our, our capex exposure as well. So we know our monthly cash flow per store. Those roll up to the fund, and we're able to distribute every single month light clockwork on these CRE funds. So even though we have these great corporately backed guaranteed rents, there are risks to these. So let's dive into those right now. So on a triple net lease or double net lease, the biggest risk is, is your tenant going to renew at the end of their long-term lease? So what we what we really look for in the underwriting, when we, um, when we analyze these properties we're looking for, say we're buying a dollar general. We look in that town, is there a Dollar Tree? Is there a family dollar? If there's not, we, we feel really comfortable and say, hey, if Dollar General wants to leave or play hardball in negotiations, we just say, hey, we're going to pick up the phone, call Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, you know, bada bing, bada boom. We also look at other, um, um, other industries that will trade up to these size of stores. So you'll see car parts um, stores trade up to a bigger store footprint just like a Dollar General or Family Dollar, Dollar Tree. Um, say you have a Walgreens, we see a lot of dollar stores move up to that size of if there's a vacant pharmacy. So again, we not, not only just look at direct competition in that area, in that city that we're looking at, we also look at who's going to trade up and fill that space. So that's one way we mitigate that risk. Another risk we will look at is, is your tenant Amazon proof? You know, um, there's stores that we won't buy because, you know, Amazon can ship TVs. They can ship electronics very easily. You know, um, you're seeing um, you're seeing um, um, you know um, buyers go into these stores and they look at what's the price on Amazon and they can get the same thing you know within 24 hours. So we look at retailers. We look at um, that that really you have to come into the store. It's a high touch sales job. Take these Dollar Generals for example. Right now they're 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 more and more the general store for these smaller towns. So we love those. Pharmacies, you know, if your kid's sick, you can't wait for Amazon to, to ship you cold medicine. You got to go that night. I know from experience. So, so there's ways that, that these stores, we're going to need retail. You see Amazon actually adding retail positions now as well. So everybody knows we've got to have retail. Also, we look at, you know, was the business essential? Was it open during COVID? Did it flourish even in COVID? And I'm proud to say all of our stores um, remained open. We, get, we had no requests for any kind of rent abatement. Like some of our um, colleagues who own, um, you know, mom and pop stores, strip centers, um, you know, they had a he- headache in COVID. We had zero issues with that. So, uh, so again, you want to mitigate your risk, and those are two of the biggest risks that we try to mitigate in our CRE funds. Existing multifamily. This is where Wolf Investments got its start back over 13 years ago. So we've been doing this a little while now. Uh, so we started out buying B and C class multifamily assets here in Dallas, Fort Worth. And what we love about the space is that demand will only grow over time and we're seeing that still. No matter downturn, upturn, sideways, whatever, you're still seeing people need more and more spaces to live. We have a 3.6 million unit housing shortage in our nation right now. It's only getting worse. We can't keep up with the demand for housing. So, what that means is we're going to uh, rents should keep going up and up. If you've got a, you know, a a more demand than you have supply, it's simple economics. Your rents are going to be pushed up. That means your values are going to go up as well. You have that wind, you know, wind at your back pushing your appreciation forward for you. The other thing we like to talk about these is that if you focus on the B and C class, and that's not always you know the best place, but if you do B and C class, what we like about them, especially, is that you have stagnant um, supply, so you cannot build a middle class. Uh, apartment complex. Labor is too expensive. Materials are too expensive, and land is too expensive. If you do a new build, you have to um, you have to build to an A class, uh, you know, to a, to a higher demographic rent, just to make sure make your numbers work as an investor. Loan options and multifamily investment are abundant, and they're the best of the best loans you can get in commercial real estate. Period. You get uh, you have access to non recourse loans. You know, obviously, you have fixed interest rate options that are better than most. Uh, right now, we're seeing you know other commercial lenders be in the 5.5 to 6.5 percent on a bank level. Fannie, Freddie quotes today are 5.3 or lower, so you're getting a little bit better interest rate than the rest of the commercial real estate investing world. We also have longer amortizations than most, so you'll see you can get sometimes 30, 35, sometimes even 40 year amortization on the loans in multifamily. Uh, so you've got really great, you know, really great tool to use, really great uh, abundant types of tools to use on the loan side, which is a huge deal for investing in real estate. We talk about the four wealth building blocks of real estate here in Wolf, at Wolf Investments, which are cash flow, principal pay down, appreciation, and tax shield. So every real estate investment, those are the four way, three ways you make money. The fourth is how you how you save money. Um, so on cash flow, obviously, we've got existing multifamily, we've got existing residents, they're paying us rent every month, we pay the mortgage, fix the toilets, we fix the water heaters, you know, those kind of things for our residents. End of the day, we're left with our cash flow every single month at the asset. On principal paydown, again, we're paying that mortgage every single month. So that amortization that we're paying down that loan every single month um, it whittles away at the loan amount. So we have built up equity in the asset as well. And then appreciation. This is where our multifamily, uh, existing multifamily really, really shines. It's all based off of net operating income. So if you can read an income statement, um, it's, it's fairly simple math. You've got a whole bunch of levers to use. You're trying to push up revenue as fast as much as possible. You're trying to make expenses more efficient. I didn't say cut them. I said more efficient. You got to have to. You have to, need to invest back into your properties and run them in in a, in a, in a way that you're going to keep your residents for the long term. So you want to make a, a expenses efficient. But if you can do those one or both of those things, preferably, you're in the driver's seat to force your appreciation at the property level. So because it's based off net operating income, you as the investor are in the driver's seat for your own success on appreciation. The risk in multifamily are all about operations and lending. So uh, operations at multifamily are key. You have to have a great on-site management team. So you've got your manager, your leasing agents. Um, You also have to have a great maintenance team too because you need those folks really drive your business plan of, of attracting great residents, Keeping your great residents happy through work orders, and those are handled quick, uh, quickly and um, and efficiently. You also want to make sure your grounds look good. Red- do they put out flowers? Do they really do they stand up and greet your residents? So, multifamily is very operational heavy. You've got to have that buttoned up. Um, fortunately, we are vertically integrated. We own the management company here at Wolf Investments, so have more control over that. We've got a great team um, that that handles all of our day-to-day activities. Um, so you can't. Uh, That is a risk, but you can mitigate it by by hiring the right property management company to handle your property the way that you want it to go. Another thing to keep in mind is you have to pick the right right tool, the right lending tool for the right business plan for your property. Uh, There's a a time and place for for Fannie, Freddie, HUD, those those low interest rate, fixed interest rate um, loans, non-recourse. It's the dream but you only want to go to those if you're going to hold that property for a very long time. So say you buy a property, it's a big fixer-upper, you're going to create a lot of value. It's probably a better idea to do a bank loan, a bridge loan, some other kind of shorter-term loan where there's less prepayment penalty, and then roll into a Fannie, Freddie, or a HUD, which those are really those loans are really key, uh, really um, useful for property owners that are going to own those assets for a very long time, so five, seven, maybe even ten years. Because your prepayment penalty on those assets, on those loans uh, for the agency lenders, goes down exponentially over time the longer that you own that asset. So last but definitely not least is our development arm here at Wolf Investments. We created this just about seven years ago. And it's really for investors of ours that really want a um, high appreciation in a shorter amount of time. And so our goal here is if we underwrite a um, a development deal, it has to, at a minimum, project to double investors' money in two to three years. So that's our standard here at Wolf Investments for our development deals. If it's below that, we pass on it. These high appreciation deals are are really great uh, for folks that need to grow their nest egg. And the other really cool thing about them is on the refi, so once we build it, uh, redevelop it, um, stabilize it, lease it all the way up, then we do a cash-out refi, pull up 70 to 80% um, on a lot of our projects back to investors. That's a tax-free tax event, so they can take that money, reinvest it into other investments as well. Great way to snowball your holdings. And then we hold it for another five to seven years to enjoy cash flow. Again, paying down the principal, further appreciation through rent growth, and then we enjoy the tax shield as well. Another big reason why we like to do these development deals is because we can be more creative. We have those, we have HGTV-like moments every single day here at Wolf Investments. So the risks of development are definitely there, but like anything, we try to mitigate them. So let's talk about them right now. So on the development timeline, so we have a budgeted timeline to to develop these properties. Um, So far, we've come in on time um, on all of our projects, um, which has been great work with really great GCs, but you do have some delays sometimes. So, um, you know, supply chain stuff, you've got headwinds on maybe elevators right now and electrical boxes. um, But that can change from time to time. So we try to mitigate that. We, we, um, you know, ourselves and our general contractors we work with, We make sure we order order problem materials as early as possible, figure out solutions of how how to mitigate that risk, whether it's buying all the lumber at once when it drops um, dramatically in price, or you know, ordering all the appliances at once, make sure we have a good safe storage facility to do that. Things like that we work through to mitigate those risks. Some other risks we have are interest rate risk. So going into the project, we're usually two to three years after we buy the land or the office building we're going to convert. Um, really two to three years before we're leasing that up. So um, there's two risks there baked in there. One is um, on the interest rate. So once we've reached stabilization, it's 90% in the industry standard. Um, but once we reach that, we're able to go to refinance. At that time, you know, two, three years ago, we were projecting a certain interest rate. So is it higher lower? We don't know, right? We got to um, use sort of the best of our crystal ball as we can. We also have to, um, we estimate on the rents too. So we know the rents today in the sub market. We definitely do our homework, know that. Um, and so far we've only seen rents go up. Um, I guess there's a small, slight risk of possibly rents going down by the time we're leasing up. But that, so far, has happened very rarely in our history as a country. Uh, The other thing we have to mitigate is for labor and materials. So how we do that is um, we uh, typically have a guaranteed max price contract with our general contractor. So say we're going into a project and it's a $70 million budget. If the project comes in at $71 million, uh, the GC is on the hook for that extra million dollars of overage if it's sixty say sixty nine million there's a million dollar savings of that GMP contract, usually we split that in some kind of incentive to to push our GCS to make sure that they are below budget and everybody wins so on these four investment types that we do here at Wolf investments we're looking to to meet the needs of all of our investors so some of our, our investors are into you know the mode of wealth preservation or they want you know fixed stable monthly income. So typically, they tend to go to our, our, you know, our CRE fund, our triple net fund, or our hard money lending. That's kind of where they play. But for folks that really want to grow their nest egg in a big, faster way, they don't really care as much about cash flow today, they tend to go towards our multifamily and our development offerings. So between all four of these, again, we're trying to shoot to meet the needs of all of our investors. We have great teams behind every single silo of these investment offerings. and We're glad to have our investors come alongside each and every one. This has been Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf. Thanks so much for listening.